Hello, the internet, and welcome to 8675 That is courtesy of Johnny Davis. That's Miles Gray. I'm mm. Jack O'Brien. This is What's Trending This Friday Afternoon. <laughs> How are you this Friday, by the way, Miles? You're oh, man, another week. Uh, another week down. Uh, another week down. Con- continue trying to push on... Uh, trying to you know make sense of this world but i think i don't know i'm I'm starting to feel like the because time is sort of odd that time's moving faster uh in a weird way um i'm like getting the opposite this week went fast yeah i thought this week was previous weeks it went slow as fuck and this week went fast yeah like i was mistaking tuesday for friday like last week yeah now i'm like yeah i think we're three weeks ahead of where we are right now yeah just what's going on? Well, these are four things that are trending right now. RIP to the XFL. Yeah. The XFL uh, suspended operations, uh, not just like suspended play, but suspended operations as a league and laid off basically all their employees. Everyone. Yeah. I don't know. They, yeah. Do, are they cutting their losses short now because they want to come back in 2021 to so like, okay, if we don't pay anyone because we're not going to make any revenue, then there's a shot we can try and dust this thing off in a year. They said they have no plans to come back in 2021. Oh, no. Yeah. I think it's basically this was their second try and it did not. I mean, cursed is, is yeah. I, I hate to steal Jamie Loftus's line, yeah. but uh, sometimes you think that she speaks for all of us. You think they would have got the message the first go round with the XFL that, you know, people weren't really that into it. Right. But or when Trump tried to turn the national, the uh, whatever continental football league into a off season NFL and that failed. Yeah. Uh, that this is just like an idea that seems like kind of a no brainer to a business person every 10 years. And they have to just like, fuck it up and lose a lot of people some money and put a lot of people's health on the line to to do it. Yeah, Vince McMahon um, really he's into the sports where it'll chew up and spit out the athletes that are involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like true his forte. monster. Yeah. Um just because he plays a monster on TV does not mean that he's not an actual monster. Hey, but uh, when does art become life, you know? And it's like it's that's a thin right, line, man. thin line, man. True. Uh Apple and Google uh, have you heard about these guys? You no, this? I mean, I, I've, I, I like a good Apple, um, but yeah, I don't think right. I, yeah. So there's also this company mm-hmm. called Apple, mm-hmm. uh, and this also one called mm-hmm. Google, mm-hmm. Uh, and they're working together on a tool to surveil us, <laughs> uh, to, I know, uh, <laughs> for phones, contact tracing for coronavirus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Literally, they're going to uh, get an app that tells you if you've uh, had any recent contact with someone who had the coronavirus. Yeah. And like, uh, won't using... they need you, your phone to like, won't they need everybody to install that for it to work? It'll probably be like an operating system update where it's embedded, like that tool is going to be part of it or part of a that new... is dystopian yeah. as fuck they're using like it's going to be using i think bluetooth essentially to like begin to make those connections so if someone like dials in like oh i have it then they can start going what other cell phones are you around uh and hmm. then immediately building that web so i mean if 
if this goes past just merely contact tracing for COVID and is part of like a dystopian surveillance state, does that mean people are going to have like burner phones they bring to pre- pretend they were with someone else? Like what's the shell right. game you play if you want to throw off a contact tracing technology like that? Anyway, right. just thoughts I have. I mean, that's something in Contagion is Matt Damon learns that his wife, Gwyneth Paltrow, was cheating on him because of a uh, con- like her ex-boyfriend dies from the disease she had uh, and she was like patient zero. So he's like, wait a second. Ah. So, you know. Could, could happen. I, I haven't seen that film, but I, I imagine that scene happening very comedically where he's like, what? Her ex died? Ah, yeah. damn it. It's actually like kind of understated. They're just like, yeah, he's just a pathetic cuckold. <laughs> like his, <laughs> but his wife is dead. So Peace loser. I mean, they don't say it, but it just like, yeah. they just kind of like move on from yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess that makes over. sense when you're talking about a global pandemic. Like, you don't need to get too tied bogged down on this one guy's tragedy. Yeah, when yeah. It's about it's the not Earth's like, macro tragedy. Yeah. It's almost interesting. They're they're like this is this would be an entire movie in other circumstances, and yet here it's just like an afterthought. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know that that scares me because I I do think that people who have it or get it or test positive are going to then immediately begin trying to cover it up. Right. Uh, I know people who have tested positive who haven't told people. Uh, even though that would have been the responsible thing to do because then they, you know, there's like a stigma attached to it. And I talked before about how there was a uh, New York Times article about this person who tested positive, who went in, got tested, uh, and then two days later, nurses arrived at their house in hazmat suits like it was the fucking end of E.T., I'm just like, that's got to... And told them that they and their entire family had to stay quarantined for two weeks. Now, that was before the rest of the world was also right. doing that. But yeah, I th- I feel like it's got to be, I don't know, the, this seems like it's leading towards a whole mess. Yeah, well, I think that's um, why they're trying to say using Bluetooth over GPS is how they'll somewhat avoid the violating people's civil liberties <laughs> tightrope right. that they're walking. So yeah. it's not necessarily saying like indefinitely through GPS. It's just more of like, oh, you were near that phone. We don't know where but you were near a phone. Um, we're just letting you know that happened. So I'm uh, again, it's, but this is how it, like all those films start. It's always like a thing. This is the inciting incident for the, the right. rest of the dystopian film to, to play out in three acts. Yeah, man. Uh, Rudy Gobert. Let's talk about sports. Mm. Uh, we're sandwiching all the dystopian shit with sports. Yep. Rudy sports Gobert sandwich. was the jazz center who, uh, the, the seven footer, Probably the best defensive player in the league for the past couple of seasons running. Just a great shot blocker. And when you have a big guy in the middle who is a great shot blocker, it totally affects what other teams are able to do on offense. Also, total fucking clown when it comes to, uh, uh, not to be offensive to clowns, but uh, when it comes to the his behavior, uh, when it came to the novel coronavirus, he was the guy who touched all the microphones because he thought it would be funny. Right. Ended up being patient zero on the NBA, getting the NBA season suspended. And his best teammate, the uh, best player on his team, he's probably the second or third best when you take defense into account. But uh, his best player is a young guy named Donovan Mitchell, who's in his third season. Uh, and 
they are apparently not. Uh, he So Donovan Mitchell was, I think, the third player, second player maybe to test positive for coronavirus. And he they're, they're not cool right now. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of interesting, you know, where you see people like be really critical of neighbors. Like I've seen text threads where people are like, they've shown me screenshots of like a thread they have with people if they live like in a quad, like a four unit building or something. And one of the four units yeah. is like acting out. They like get together like, yo, I don't know if you've, if you've seen her, she's been having people over every night. Like, I don't know if we need to say right. something because blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people, you know, are really, depending on how seriously they take it, I think it probably relates to the stakes that they see in there that are real to them. Like, which is sort of like I could spread yeah, an illness absolutely. and it could inadvertently kill somebody. And you're, it's weird to see these values play out like in a team where Mitchell's just sort of like this fucking asshole dude, like is taking, yeah. thinks this a fucking joke. People are dying. Now, right. I don't know if Mitchell's also thinking of it like this motherfucker got the season canceled because it would have happened either way, regardless of Rudy Gobert's right. antics. But like, it, it, it's, it's interesting to see this other subculture be born out of this shut down life society we're living in. Self-policing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and, I, and I'm curious to know like where that is on the spectrum, like in terms of what his feelings are towards Rudy. But in the, in the rest of the article, a lot of people are very narrowly like hanging on to this headline. The coach seems to feel like they're going to get past it or whatever. And the, the franchise is trying to do whatever they can to patch that up. But I mean, I don't know. That could just be a coach being really optimistic. We don't know how this virus has affected either part, like any of the parties involved, but it will be, yeah. it'll be interesting. I mean, I think any team coming back from this quarantine is going to, going to take a second to start vibing again, because you've completely, there's so yeah, much man. momentum you lose as a team when you don't have that chemistry basically bubbling throughout a season and you're essentially just starting yeah. from zero. Like you have to overcome inertia again. Yeah, and if you already had uh, chemistry problems, like I, ca I can't imagine that this is gonna yeah. necessarily help them. If especially if like some people are getting other people sick. So you mentioned their coach, who is uh, Quinn Snyder, who is one of these people who is just perpetually wet. Like his hair always seems wet. Oh uh, wow, okay, like Trey Gowdy, kind of like the hair is always like, what's going on? Yeah, out of the shower. Well, no, Trey Gowdy sometimes seems dry. Like he always see, like his hair always seems wet. I just wonder how you, how you make that decision to be like, I'm a wet person now. I just always all it takes my hair is always gonna look. It wet. just takes that one woman in college to tell you that that looked good for you to never yeah, give that up. <laughs> that's all it I takes. I forget who tweeted. I, I think it might have been Chelsea Peretti, but it was like something like. About how if you compliment a shirt a guy wears and then like you can watch them wear it like five times in the next two weeks because yeah. <laughs> it's just like we don't know man we're like you know we're, oh, good. we're doing our best what look yeah. good this good <laughs> this <laughs> I don't know this hot chick came up to me like you know it was way out of my league she comes up to me and she's flirting with me oh what'd you yeah. say she goes you look like an extra from a time to kill you're also glistening and sweaty and wet <laughs> right. I don't know dude I yeah. think she's trying to boon. Yeah, totally. Tates. <laughs> All right. And then finally, save the post office is trending. The post office is in trouble. I mean, I've been hearing for years now that the post office loses a lot of money each year. But because Trump is, you know, a uh, big business president, big biz prez, uh, he is saying the bailouts and the uh, stimulus stuff, uh, the two trill that he uh, and Congress got passed specifically 
excluded the the post office, which this is at a time when the post office is hurting just like all other institutions. Right. And also at a time when we're relying on the post office more than you know, a lot of other institutions and more than we have ever in the past. Yeah. Uh, so the Chicago sun times has a editorial where they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, why would you, why are you targeting the, and it's you know, one it's of the, the most efficient, you know, non privatized things we have in this country. Like we have cheap shipping because of this, like the amount yeah. of people they employ, like uh, they employ a ton of, Women, people of color, veterans, uh, just fucking are are every, any communication from the IRS. You get your checks through that shit. I don't understand. I guess I mean I do understand because we're living in a fucking just bizarro profit driven world. But like seriously, this is it, it's like the one fucking thing that you that, that you should always just never question whether or not you're gonna fund it fully. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, five having to pay five dollars to send a letter might be in our near future, especially if we keep this president and this Republican sort of uh, ethos running the country. I think that's where we're headed. Right. Uh, but call your local politicians uh, and tell them to not kill the post office. Well, what the, the post office? That shit goes back like to like that was. One of the first things about America where people were like, man, this country's got its shit together. Holy they shit. invented the post office. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, even when you look at the um, the amount of like elderly folks, too, who need their medications like mailed to them. Yeah. You know, who are already dealing with limited budgets. Shit, like, what man. the fuck are you supposed to yeah. do? Start coming out of pocket to pay? Like, I mean, you'd imagine at some point the Republicans are going to have to you know, tell Trump, oh, yeah, you're going to have to, like, walk that one back, actually. It turns out, like, too many people know about what's going on here. But who knows? I mean, at this point, yeah, everything's man. been so brazen. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. Uh, shout out to the postal workers out there. Uh, they also just, like, having a really shitty PR run for the past, like, 40 years because, you know, I, I'm sure having their budgets just slashed over and over. So now, like, post office, the only thing you hear about the post office in pop culture is, like, going postal when somebody's, like, a mass shooter. Oh, like in the or, late 80s, like, early 90s. bad service at the DMV. Right. Um, but, yeah, shout out to the postal workers who are fucking out there working their ass off um, to, to keep this country running. Yeah, it was um, just weird. Miles, there, there's just like another fact I was reading about it is that the during the Bush administration, the Republicans in power, like in Congress, basically made the post office like they were required to fully fund all their health care benefits and pensions for the next 75 years. So they were spending the, the money that they had for people who have not even been born yet or would possibly be working for the post office. Um and so that is what's created this solvency issue too, is that like this was something oh, okay. completely created out of legislation from the Bush administration in 2006. So that's uh, why they're like losing money is because they've like overfunded the pension. Well, no, they were just saying they were requiring them to fully fund everything. They're like, okay, got uh, so you want those better? You got to that like those have to be funded, and then you can whatever you want to do with your budgets. Just so you know, that's a requirement though. You need to fully fund all that stuff. Ahead. Right. So yeah. Uh, again, yes. P please save the post office. I don't think. I'm, gee, I'm, that's where we're at now, huh? 
Yeah, that's where we're at. All right, Miles. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for this week, man. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you this week. Oh, likewise. Uh, have a great weekend. You guys, pleasure talking at you. Uh, pleasure hearing from you on social media. Uh, stay safe, wash your hands, and we'll be back on Monday with a banger. Boom. Talk to you guys then. Bye. Later.